I'm Sophie. And I'm Emily. Welcome to Hallmark Remarks. Hallmark Remarks. Ba-na-na. Where we go deep about shallow movies. Where we talk all things Hallmark, dating, mental health, and pop culture. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Another week, another bunch of Hallmark movies. Yay! <laughs> and a mixture of others, because we do not discriminate. But a lot of Hallmark movies. <laughs> Hallmark, etc. Yeah. Yes. All the things. Um, yeah. I'm still proud. It's another week where I watched more than two movies. You actually watched more than I did. This, Christmas movies. I don't know what's happening. Um, I know. And I'm just, I'm just jolly. I'm jolly this year. I'm going to dive into it. Um, and so I'm excited to talk about all of them. And now we're well, getting into it. It makes me jolly that you're so jolly. Um, and honestly, this season, ha- I have been specifically credited by multiple friends of like putting their Christmas decorations up before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so anytime that somebody is just jolly at, in the Christmas season, I'm like, yes. Like, what a win for Christmas. Yeah. Um, But I'm also just like, I have to say, I'm so happy to be on this side of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because all the haters out there, (laughs) they're finally, uh, they're finally ready. They're finally ready for Christmas. Right. You know, we're not fighting anybody anymore. Yeah. Everybody's on the same team. You just had to put up with it for a little bit. But I, I do want to bring up the fact that though I did not post pictures or a whole reel of me setting it up, I did put up the Christmas tree the day after thanksgiving and when i tell you that was a a process um because it's a pretty big tree it's like a seven and a half foot tall tree and it's the way that you get into my friend's attic is like on a ladder in a hole in the ceiling and i almost pulled a clark griswold trying to get this tree out of the attic by myself so i texted you and i was like i please don't be mad at me but i didn't do it yet (laughs) i almost cried so then when like i got levi to help me and we didn't have a tree last year, so Munchie, our cat, was like, you what know, there's nothing really. Yes. He was pretty fine with it. Um, it's our other cat, Oreo, the baby, who discovered today that he can climb it, and yep. he just wants to be one with nature. Um, and then that triggered Munchie to like, ooh, I can chew on this. So right now that's no ornaments it's just a a pre-lit tree that we have to figure something out because i'm like if you're just playing with an ornament that's one thing but if you are climbing the center of the tree and it's not our tree like it's it's borrowed yeah (laughs) i'm nervous so i hope that that's good like if anybody has any recommendations i don't want to like spray them with water but i (laughs) i don't know what else to do i'm like i was gonna say actually Spraying them with water is, is good. And then um, just for a few weeks, I, I put a bunch of presents around it mm. so that climbing it was just, like, not the most convenient thing. Yeah. The chewing part, I just kept on my cats, you yeah. know. And then Lucy sometimes still will. But if I, like, you know, yell her name or whatever, she kind of looks at me and, like, yeah. knows. Yeah. You know, it's like. I, and she just, she, she upchucks it, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, dude, quit. It's <laughs> obviously not fun for you. Like, right. I, don't, I don't understand no what logic. it is. But yes. that's going to be a new thing because we didn't have to worry about that last year. Um, but it's so pretty. I love having it up. And it just it just adds some warmth and comfort to the home already. Like coming home to a Christmas tree. It was so nice. <sighs> so healing. It was so nice. So I, if anybody voted that I was going to get it up in December or later. Sorry about it, but I got it up. I got the tree up. Yeah. 
I'm still kind of on Team December, though, because it's not decorated. I'm just nervous now. And I don't know. I couldn't find their ornaments, so I'm going to have to get mine from my mom's house. <laughs> just put my yeah. own ornaments on there. <laughs> yeah. I believe in you. Thank you. But I. But if it happens before December or before Friday, you're good. But if it happens after. Yeah, I'll have to see, though. I'm going to rag on you. I leave on Saturday <laughs> for my trip, so. Yeah. We'll see. Which, exciting news for the listeners. Yeah. I haven't asked her yet, but she's going to say yes. You won't hear my me. My mom <laughs> is going to be my guest co-host. Yeah. Next week. We haven't, I haven't had her on in forever. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be fun. And if she says no, it will be just me. And I will talk to the abyss. And you'll be great. And you guys will just hear me. And it will probably actually be the fastest thing on planet Earth. Truly. Because I will just, you yep. know, just go right through it, tell you exactly what you need, what you need to know. Um, and I also will give this uh, cheat, cheat sheet for you guys. Emily and I have been labeling the episodes with the movie title that we like overlap essentially mm-hmm. the movie that we like watch, um, you know, jointly. And, um, it has simultaneously been one that we liked. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're looking for a quick, like, ah, oh, shoot, I haven't listened to all these, but like, what's a good movie. That's kind of an easy little cheat sheet. Just whatever yeah, we named it, it. Pro- probably is what we actually like. So, mm-hmm. um, and I'm also realizing we didn't. I thought that really too. Thought, oh, wait. But there we is. We do know. We, we do, do know. know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there, there is one. We, do, we yeah. did overlap. So, and in, in uh, typical fashion, we're going to um, kind of just quickly go through the ones that we haven't like overlapped. But I wanted to ask you, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, so I I had a couple Thanksgivings on the Monday before. Oh, I've actually been saving this story for you. I'll go through it really quick. Oh, gosh. So the Monday before, we did a potluck at work. And my boss couldn't attend, but she wanted to contribute. So she ordered turkeys for each location. Um, and I, I ordered a pre-cooked turkey from Wegmans. And I don't know if everybody else in the world except me and her knew this, but even if it's pre-cooked, you still have to put it in the oven for two hours before you serve it. <laughs> and so oh. it, it's <laughs> so the morning of the potluck, we're supposed to do this potluck at like 1230 in the afternoon. I schedule the pickup time of the turkey for 12 o'clock. And so <laughs> I she called me that morning frantic and she was like, these turkeys are not warm and I was like what, I was like what are you talking about it's pre-cooked <laughs> and she was like you still have to put it in the oven and I was like well you got yours for that location from a different place so ours is probably fine they can put oh it in the my mic God. <laughs> and <laughs> so long story short you have to put this thing in the oven for two hours before you serve it so I had to like pick it up early I went home for just two and a half hours in the middle of the day so that I could cook a turkey for this potluck and I didn't I didn't have a roasting pan big enough I'm like putting foil on this bird and I spilled turkey juice in my car it was a whole thing but the turkey was delicious the potluck went great um Thursday we went to the restaurant do you ever get to the end of like a potluck and feel like you ran a marathon yeah and the turkey wasn't worth it I'm sorry no boss boss lady wasn't worth it we could have done all the sides and gotten a rotisserie chicken and been fine yeah but I literally my boss got two buckets of KFC chicken and I was like that's the way to go oh so good um Thursday we went to a restaurant like the restaurant where Levi used to work at the owners like host and open the restaurant for like family and friends and so plenty of room to spread out so much food it was so good I went to my stepmom's house for a little bit after that and just watched the football game. And then 
Friday I did a Friendsgiving, but there was no turkey. It was short ribs, and it was incredible. Um, we did short yeah. ri- short ribs with like this roasted veggie thing that I concocted, some mashed potatoes, some mac and cheese, and beverages. And we played Phase Ten. It was so fun. So like, oh, that sounds very chill. Busy, like yeah. A couple of days busy, but it wasn't too much in one day. So I appreciated that. And it was it was That's very awesome. nice. So many leftovers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I make a Cuban sandwich with my <sighs> Christmas leftovers. Yes. And, or my, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas food leftovers. Ugh. And I started doing it a few years ago because my friends who are Puerto Rican, yeah. like, posted about it. And I, like, looked up a couple of things that, like, me and some friends have like made over the years and i was like i'm just gonna shove all that onto a sandwich Literally. and it's like mine and my family's favorite it's so good a monte cristo but, would be good too yeah. oh my gosh um yeah so we traveled down um to tennessee on wednesday just came back today sunday um and avoided like literally on wednesday got off the interstate and i like looked up and right past my exit was standstill traffic oh i love that <laughs> i know and I was like, suck it up. Yeah. And then today, like it was starting to get congested. Yeah. Like as we got off. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, so we're good. Um, so traffic wasn't too terrible. Haley literally slept. We like left at seven o'clock this morning. She slept from seven until like 1215. Did not, <laughs> did not wake up. Like did, did not, not get up to like go to the ba- bathroom or stretch her legs at all. I like stopped a couple of times and just she didn't even move. <laughs> I love that. That means yeah. she had a good time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like we didn't even do that much. But yeah, we did tr- traditional um Thursday, you know, Thanksgiving meal with um my family and there's this older guy that's like a great friend of ours. I mean his wife passed away a little over a year ago and we always invited them to stuff cuz their um yeah. kids are um not local. And so if they weren't going to go see them, they were just going to chill by themselves. So mm-hmm. we always invited them over. So he came and he has this poodle and she is so cute. Her name is Ruby, Ruby. and she has like a smile on her face and I can't handle her. That's so cute. Um, and she's like barely bigger than my cats. And so they were like back off. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> Friday we went to see the new Hunger Games movie. Okay. And then Saturday um, my dad and I got to go to University of Tennessee football game, nice. which that's like our favorite college football team. Um, and I have gone to a bajillion college football games this year because of Liberty. Um, and so I was like, let's go. And we got free tickets. Yeah. And we joked with Haley, like, oh, these tickets are actually like you and granddad are going to go. And she was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) I thought the last one was my last football game. (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) go. Don't make me. (laughs) Instead, she like stayed home with grandma and like did crafts. (laughs) Yes, literally. Yeah, I love that. Um, they made, she made like this sign for her friend for um, her Christmas gift. Cute. And mom has a cricket. So they uh-huh. like, did that. Went to like a little Christmas market with some friends, you know, had a good time. I love and that. And dad and I were like, it, they played Vanderbilt, um, which is a Nashville school. And um, <laughs> at one point there's a massive brawl, like literally almost all of Vandy's um, uh, players went from like their side and like they ran over to Tennessee's side. Oh and gosh. it was just like fists were flying you know whatever and we're all like you know like yelling and stuff screaming and then somebody starts a chant of like vandy sucks and so for like 10 solid minutes we're just like going hoarse like vandy sucks and my dad's like cackling that's so funny i love that like you because those are the things that you'll always like remember those experiences and that's so fun and Haley got to make crafts and everybody wins yes (laughs) 
She didn't have to be cold. My dad, I'll tell this story and then we can move on to the movies. Um, my dad at the last, uh, a couple weeks ago, like they came for a Liberty game mm-hmm. with us and he kept yelling. Her last name is Locklear. He kept yelling um, down the row. Hey, Locklear, what just happened? <laughs> and at one point she goes, I don't know. They just got a first down. So they just moved the chains. And she goes, I don't know. The things got moved. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> and dad was like, oh my gosh. And so, and you know, he's laughing. Hey, Locklear, what just happened? We just scored a touchdown. Hey, Locklear, what just happened? She's like, we got some points. Like, we got leave some me points. alone. You know? <laughs> we got a goal. And so at the game, this is my mom's idea, but she loved it. Um, at the game, dad kept getting texts. Hey, Payne, what's the score? <laughs> hey, Payne, what just happened? <laughs> he was like, your daughter's That's <laughs> such a grand, like a granddad thing to do. Yeah. Thousand percent. So, so that was my Thanksgiving weekend. We got, you know, decorations out. Got um, made some headway with that, and just had some really good quality like family time. Yeah. Um, and also got out of the house enough. So, yeah, it's good. And kind of glad to be back, but also I'm like, ugh, work tomorrow. You know. Yeah, today was my first day back after like a three and a half day weekend, and um, good thing it was like shorter and a little bit chill. But you know, I have four days, four days of work left, and then I'll. Get to go on my trip. The I'm best. so excited for your trip. I'm so excited. Um, okay, so do you want to kick us off? Or sure. Or do you want me to? I will okay. pull up my tabs <laughs> here. I'll just I know, do them I in order. Um, I'll do them and watch them. Yeah. Um, and so the ratings are all over the place. Um, first one is actually a Prime Video um, original, and it came out last year. It's called Something from Tiffany's. Which you were like, um, you have to watch I, this. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. I'm just going to say it right off the bat. And I think, it's like, the storyline's cute. Um, it was the acting, 1,000%. Um, so it stars Zoe Deutsch and Kendrick Sampson. I had, I've never seen him in anything before. He was great. Um, Shay Mitchell is also in, uh, in it. Yeah, she plays... Um, she plays like the girlfriend of okay. Ethan, who is our main character. So we have Rachel played by Zoe Deutsch and Ethan played by Kendrick Sampson. Um, Ethan is dating Vanessa played by Shay Mitchell. And Rachel is dating Gary played by Ray Nicholson. So basically the whole plot is um, like an engagement ring that was for somebody else and gets swapped with the earrings that her boyfriend had bought her from Tiffany's, like a like a, a bag swap on accident. Like there was a collision and the guys grabbed the opposite bags. And so when her boyfriend thought he was giving her earrings, he actually ended up giving her an engagement ring. And she was like, are you sure? And he was like, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> But the collision of it all was that her boyfriend, Gary, ended up actually getting, like, hit by a car. And so he got a concussion. Um, The guy, Ethan, whose bag he swapped with, like, called called 911. Um, Ethan has a daughter, uh, Daisy, who wanted to check on this man at the hospital to make sure he was okay. Because she was like, Dad, what if he wasn't okay? And so Ethan and Rachel end up meeting like at the hospital. So they know each other from the get go, but like don't realize like how. they, yeah, they don't realize what he doesn't know that she has the ring until he sees it on her finger. And he was like, Hey, um, I'd really like to meet your fiance. Like want to make sure he's good. Like he got hit by a car. I was there. Like, is everything okay? Um, it's, it's super funny. It's super heartfelt. 
is prime, so they have a budget. <laughs> um, but, like, the Christmas ambiance is, is lovely, and it follows Christmas from, like, a couple days before Christmas through New Year's. So that's kind of your timeline. So you kind of get all the, the holiday festivities. She's a baker um, who also who runs a bakery coffee shop, but also runs like this stand at the Christmas market. Her best friend is her business partner. Um, she's great. And we just get to see a lot of different holiday things. We get to see a lot of like hijinks. <laughs> and then we also the emotional like roller coaster of it all is great. So I told you on the phone and I'm telling everyone it's a 10 out of 10. I loved it. Um, and I, I mean, the whole gray area that we always talk about is kind of present, but it's one of those like there was never any like nefarious intentions going on. It's just you could tell that Rachel and Ethan had, had like, like a chemistry a, and stuff. A yeah. chemistry, a spark. Mm-hmm. You hear about the rockiness of her relationship and his relationship and just like they both have adult conversations with their partners at, but not because they want to be together. They just realize that the the partners that they're with are like foundationally not working out. I mean, that reminds me of the movie bride wars. Um, yes. And like in the end, she's like, Hey, I don't actually want to marry you. And like later she ends up getting together with her friend's brother. Um, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't even part of the storyline at all until well after, you know, that Mm -hmm. relationship, but yeah, where it's like, it's not really a cheating thing. It's a me coming to the realization, like, this is not the relationship I want anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the whole time Ethan is like genuinely trying to get this ring back so he can propose to his girlfriend and Gary is not a nice person. We don't like Gary and Gary's like, Hey man how do you know that like that's your ring like maybe it's meant to be mine or like he literally just doesn't give him the ring back and it's like a tiffany's ring like is his so we know it's expensive yeah (laughs) yeah um and yeah we just find out a bunch of stuff and it's super sweet and then we get a one year later and i love that so highly highly recommend something from tiffany's okay um yeah i couldn't remember what it was called and every time i like could go look it up my phone wasn't near me and yeah. so I was like, oh, shoot, but I'm going to try to watch it this week because it sounds really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to go in order because I'm, I'm not going to lie. Every single one I'm going to talk about today, I loved. I loved with all okay. my heart. I okay. want everyone to watch the ones I'm going to talk about today. Huh, um, so I did not watch that many. I watched three um, kind of Hallmark or Hallmark-esque movies and mm-hmm. then two kind of traditional like movies that we watch as a family every year. So mm-hmm. um, the first movie is a Hallmark movie called Take Me Back for Christmas. Um, it stars, let me grab the cast, uh, Vanessa Lingies. Um, she, she's in Stick It. Um, yes. She's the, it's not, it, it's not called Gymnastics. Like she's the <laughs> Yeah, <middle>. yeah. <laughs> she's so funny. Oh my gosh. I, she really like, is. Glad she's acting still. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I thought the same. But uh, and then her husband, um, the actor is Corey Severe. Um, and he, he, so it's Renee and Aaron. Um, mm-hmm. And then the mom plays a role. Um, her name is Maria and her name is her like actress. The actress's name. I'm really struggling with my words. Um, <laughs> is Paula Boudreaux. And okay. everybody has weird names. OK, <laughs> so. The synopsis is after a particularly disheartening workday at her local gift shop, Renee makes a Christmas wish, wish for a different life. Um, the cover is so stinking cute. Um, mm-hmm. And it actually kind of does a really good job of like showing 
what's happening. But mm-hmm. essentially, her mom has just passed away. There's medical bills referenced um, that, you know, are kind of tough. Her and her, she's a little bit like um, emotionally just numb, you know, and kind of yeah. disconnected from things. And her husband is like, let's follow our dreams. Let's let's move to the city. Let's, you know, whatever. And I love a um, husband and wife movie because, um, yeah. you know, I do love these like where they fall in love. Um, but I think it's always a fun dynamic when yeah. they're actually married already. But she's like, well, we can't afford that because of medical bills. And then he's like, well, if we if we sold the house and it's her mom's house that she left to her. So she's mm. like, no, my mom loved this house. I, c- I can't leave it. Yeah. And he basically was like, if I have to do insurance sales for the rest of my life, totally fine with it. Like, I don't care as long as you're happy and you're feeling fulfilled, you know? Yeah. And he goes, but... If we're doing this to keep a house that I know your mom wouldn't have wanted you to be miserable just to keep the house. Like, right. This isn't right. So she's like disconnected, a little numb, doesn't really want to have the conversation, goes to work. And yeah, she works in kind of a local gift shop. It's super cute. And Mm -hmm. she's like, so-and-so is going to finally retire and he's going to make me the manager and I'll make a little bit more money. And then the girl, her friend was like, yeah. And he has been saying for the past five years, he's going to retire next year. Like, right. You know, you're kind of waiting for something you don't even want. And the friend even said, listen, I wanted to leave my job in the city to come and live out in the suburbs. This is actually my dream. Like I love my life. I'm she's pregnant, you know, doesn't know the gender and, it's like, I love my husband. I love the suburban life. But you, you want to be in the city. You want to, mm-hmm. you know, not, you, this is not like for you right not right now. And um, so there's kind of all these things, you know, whatever. Well, there's a Santa at the gift shop. The kids are all getting like a little toy, you know, if they could get, sit on Santa's lap. And it's like a little like ornament sized toy, you know, nothing mm-hmm. crazy. And this female that's like a- assisting Santa, she's like an elf. Basically, it was like, do you ladies want to come up and do your Christmas wish? And they were like, no, like we're just working, you know, whatever. And so the elf, she kind of comes over and she's like making eye contact with Brene. And it's a little and I was like, OK, this feels very you're a magical creature, you know, type of yeah. thing. Um, and she said, all right, well, later. And she hands her this little tiny bell. If you change your mind, make a wish and ring the bell. And so she gets in her car after just hard conversation with the husband, long day at work, dealing with a bunch of people. She's tired and there's engine problems. The car won't start. Yeah. And she goes, and so she, her Christmas wish is, I wish I had a different life. Mm -hmm. And she lays her head down the steering wheel. And the next thing she knows, she's in this like sky, sky rise, beautiful window, um, office, you know, whatever. And she's like, where am I? Whatever. And in walks her mom. And so she's like, you're alive. Like you're here, you know? So she's like crying. She's really confused. This guy comes in and was like, we have a meeting and you know, whatever. And it turns out that she, the life that she now has is she's in the city. She has her own. um, It's like a meal kit um, company. Like the, Mm -hmm. um, like a hello fresh, like a hello fresh. And she's the CEO. It's called Maria's meals. And and that's her mom's name. So it's like, mom. And her mom is, like, apparently this very just charitable, um, every single Christmas does, like, stuff for all these different, you know, people and charities that need her help and whatever. And just a lovely, lovely lady. And so she's in there. And she's like, where, where am I? Why am I here? So she tries calling her husband. He did, Like, the number isn't the correct number anymore. So she's like, what's going on? 
she goes into this meeting, you know, it's a, it's a disaster, but like her manner, she's so funny. She's so funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just really leans into how awkward she is because she has no idea what's going on. Right. And her and her mom have this like cute little moment and she keeps asking questions and her mom's like, are you mental? Like what's happening? <laughs> but and she's so excited to see her mom. But this one thing happened that I was like, oh, interesting. She's looking at pictures of her mom and she's like, oh my gosh, like she's still alive. I can't believe it. And she's like crying, you know, looking on her phone. But then she also sees all the texts where she canceled on her mom, like constantly like changing plans and being like, oh, I'm too busy. Oh my gosh. And so she's like, oh no, what have I done? Then she goes to the old apartment that she and her husband had. Mm -hmm. And because she's like, well, obviously we're not living in the house because my mom is still alive, you know, whatever. So she just walks in. And he, like, walks out of the shower in a towel, and he's like, what the heck are you doing here? And apparently they had broken up. Oh, okay. and Like, a while ago. And so um, she's trying to figure out, like, why without being too suspicious, whatever. Her company is kind of, like, getting overtaken by this competitive company, and she has to do a couple of things. And he's a chef, the the not-husband, Aaron. And yeah. so it's this whole thing, and it was, it was really just well done because... I mean, it's super cheesy because she's like, I have a good idea. Let's do fresh meal kits for Christmas, like a Christmas <laughs> dinner. And we need a chef to make them, you know? Um, mm. And so they get to like work together. But it's interesting because the whole time I was thinking, like, what is she going to do? Wish her old life back because then she has to wish her mom to die. Right. You know? Oh, my gosh. That's and then hard. what if the husband in this timeline is uninterested? So, like, what is she going right. to choose, you know? And, like, the way I, – I cried. Like, the way it all ends and unfolds and, you know, kind of ties itself up or whatever was really healthy, really hard, uh, really, like, weighted. Um, but I feel like I watched this, like, couple who the guy was like, I am team us. Like, I am team. Yeah. You go pursue your dreams. Me go pursue my dreams. Let's do this together. And you watch as she, throughout the film, leaves behind this, like – weight of grief and stuck she she was like I'm so, I was so afraid of change you know yeah and yeah. she's able to like freshly step into that mindset with him and I was like this is this movie is lovely like oh, I that's so really good. enjoyed it yeah and the acting I thought was great um I have no complaints I thought the cheesy stuff was so funny you know they yeah. just kind of leaned into it and the storyline had it kept me on my toes because I didn't really know like what was gonna happen yeah that's like a and dilemma and then yeah, and then moments when you think it's going one direction, it kind of flipped, you know, on you a few times. So I was like, ooh, you know, I really don't know. Ooh. And then just the style and, like, so she had long hair in the before. Mm -hmm. And then in the new life, she has this, like, cute short haircut. So it, was really, it really helped you, like, She's got a track. city girl bob. <laughs> yeah, she really does. Um, but the wool coats were on point. I mean, just yes. the peacoat life. Ugh. Anyway, so I would say it's probably like a nine, nine out of ten, nine and a half out of ten. Ooh, it, it's, it's pretty okay. high up there. I really liked we're it. Starting strong. I know. Remind me the name of that one. It's called "Take Me Back for Christmas." Take me back for Christmas, cutie. Yep. Uh. Okay. Cool. Continuing on. Um. Not a nine or ten, but good nonetheless. Um. I'm gonna lump these next two together because they're kind of in the same like franchise, and I had them on kind of in the background while I was prepping for Thanksgiving and like cleaning and stuff. So we have time for them to come home for Christmas and time for us to come home for Christmas because I was just, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you watched them. Cause I wanted to watch, I've, I've been wanting to watch those rocking and rolling with this franchise. So, um, time for them to come home for Christmas came out in 2021 
and it stars Jesse Schramm, who I love. Everything she does, mm-hmm. I will watch because I love her. Um, she plays Jane. I'm doing air quotes because it's like a Jane Doe situation. Jane, but uh. we find out we find out her name is Rebecca. And so then we have Brendan Penny, who plays Paul, um, who is the love interest, you know, other supporting character situation. So for this one, um, during the holidays, a woman with amnesia catches a ride with her handsome nurse to investigate the only clue to her identity. So opens up in this diner in a cute Christmas small town. She's walking to a Airbnb hotel. Um, and literally gets like run off the road and like falls into the river, gets amnesia. She only has this one flyer advertising a Christmas tree lighting in Charleston, South Carolina. And currently she's in Maine. So that's like she decides to follow this clue after like a week in the hospital. Nobody knows who she is because she's not from this town. Um, and Paul is her nurse and he is trying to drive to see his family in Georgia and so she was like um I'll find a train I'll get a plane like I I don't care what I have to do and he was like listen you're fresh off of a concussion you still don't know (laughs) you still don't know your first name um we don't have any of your belongings how about you ride with me I will literally take you to Charleston and I'll help you find this person Meanwhile, she keeps getting some, like, snippets of memories coming back. Um, We see this guy named Mark, who is the one who wrote the note on the back of the flyer saying, like, hope to see you, getting some memories coming back. We see a couple different pieces starting to fill in throughout this whole time. Um, They keep kind of getting stuck along the way, either from car trouble or just because they decide to, like, be spontaneous. Um, And... They, you know, they make it just in time type thing. Um, We find out her name is Rebecca. We find out that this man named Mark is actually her brother-in-law. We meet her sister and her niece. Um, And then we, we learn who she is. We learn kind of like why she was in all the way up in Maine when she's from Mm -hmm. Charleston. Mm -hmm. And then all these pieces of her memory start coming back together and it makes Mm -hmm. sense. Um, Super cute. I wouldn't give it like a 10 or anything. I think it was like a solid like seven and a half, eight. But I think Jessie okay. Shram is so good at what she does. I think she's per- like she's yeah. such a good actress. I love her. Um, and I kind of liked the storyline of like the whole time she's like, oh, Mark must be somebody really special to me because I'm, you know, going all the way there. He invited me to her brother-in-law. So, yes, somebody's super special to her. But different and then you're not conflicted because you want yeah you want like yeah um and paul is dealing with his own stuff we find out that his brother had passed away the year prior to cancer and he shut down and he stopped visiting his family so he is specifically going home to visit his sister-in-law who he was like feeling a lot of guilt towards about not being there for her kind of like when she needed him because he just kind of shut down um and so along the way he and rebecca both kind of help each other heal a little bit because she's like i I don't remember anything about me so can you just tell me about you because otherwise this is going to be really boring and so she's like giving him advice and he's helping her remember some things and they're just forming this little christmas romance um but it's tenuous because they're like, I don't know who this Mark guy is. Yeah. So it was really yeah. cute. Um, I like this one a little bit more than Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas. This one was a 2021 with our girl Lacey Chabert. Um, she plays Sarah. Mm. And then we have Stephen Hazar, who plays Ben. All these names are just going to start 
melting in my head. Yep. Um, this one is kind of cool. Like the, it's like a mystery almost. This one is Hallmark movies and mysteries. I'm pretty sure the other one was too. Um, five guests are mysteriously invited to an inn to celebrate Christmas. With the help of the owner, Ben, Sarah discovers that an event from the past may connect them and change their lives forever. So they all get these matching mysterious invitations and she's trying to piece together how they could all know each other or who invited them, how they're all connected. Um, and you find out how they're all connected. Um, through family members, through for, for like spouses, or like they had traveled there together at one point in time. Like at some point, all five of these people have family or connections that have overlapped. And the whole time you're enjoying them, spending Christmas together as like a group in this cozy, cozy inn, snow-capped mountains, Christmas markets, uh, tree lightings, and there's a Christmas Eve like party gala thing happening. Um, Sarah and Ben are falling in love and trying to figure out like their next step. Um, there's a father and a daughter who are there who are working on their relationship and they bond over their love of music together um, and learning music together. And there's also a jazz R&B singer there who is kind of getting over the grief of losing his wife. Um, he hasn't sang in a long time. And then like the music kind of connects all three of them. So it's this really, really cute way of like all these five people from different, completely different walks of life connect and how they have a history, but just they didn't know it. Um, and the reason they find that out is because they see a picture on this wall, this gallery wall of all the people who have stayed in this inn before. And they see this one picture of like Christmas Eve, 1987. Um, Sarah's okay. like, that's my, those are my parents. And then um, the musician guy, he was like, that's my wife. And then the dad with the daughter, he's like, those are my grandparents. And I think that's me. Like, we all see, see them in this picture together. And they're like, okay, but still, who invited us here? Like, how did we get a free stay in this inn for Christmas? Um, and they were all murdered. <laughs> murdered. Um, you eventually find it out. And it's kind of innocent and sweet. And, like, you know, it's, it's this, the former owner of the inn was like, I just thought that like this would be really sweet for the new owner ben because i wanted to prove to him that people still love doing this stuff for christmas and want to be together and have connection and so this was my gift to him but then it brought you all together too so it was really sweet um very christmassy like it was very cozy christmas vibes and i like the little mystery aspect because you have a couple of people who they suspect could have invited them um and then the whole time you're like oh it's not them and then it was kind of obvious but Still super cute. So those are probably I would put them both like seven and a half, eight. Good to have on in the background while you're like okay. doing stuff because it's yeah. not that hard to follow, but you still get the imagery and like the vibes and they're super cute. Which as you were talking about it, I, I realized we didn't, we haven't discussed. I know. I forgot about that one for a second. Um, and I'll just briefly say, yeah, I'm not a fan. Like I... Yeah, I just didn't like it. Um, it was incredibly <laughs> cheesy. It was just okay as far as the acting goes. Um, there were really annoying parts to it. And I think, I don't know if I had, like, the highest hopes because I'm always, like, just because one is yeah. good doesn't mean, you know, the others are going to be the same level. But it was, like, I kept missing kind of the whole yeah. point of things. And then there, the conclusion, you're confused about basically the whole movie, this one aspect. 
And then in the end, it gets, like, kind of cleared up. <laughs> but then, like, a huge chunk yeah. of it doesn't. And so I'm, like, unsatisfied in the end. Anyway, it was just okay. I don't... I didn't hate it. I didn't despise it. Haley yeah. did not like it at all. Like, she was like, what is this movie? Um, the music was definitely cute, and I did enjoy that part. But, um, yeah, I just... I think it fell really flat for me. Like, honestly, I think it's like a four and a half. I think after me seeing these two, even though I didn't love these two, I was like, oh, I can compare that pretty easily and like see. Like just felt it just fell short of like what I think the series. Yeah. And it was another example of like literally like a super cold looking like set design. Everything was like very. Yeah. Like um, sparse. And they tried to throw some lights and, you know, garland and call it Christmas. And I was like, ugh. That's just not what I was expecting. But I liked the, um, once the choir, like, got themselves together, I thought the, har- like, the harmonies, the music arrangement, like, the actual yeah. singing was really beautiful. Um, the the beginning of it all was so dramatic, like, with the characters being so out of sync and everything. Um, but I love a... Cause, but I also, I feel like it's hard to emulate a true slightly yeah. out of sync. So you might as just well just so dramatic, overly yeah. dramatic. But the there's this lady and Haley kept yelling, "You are a middle aged mom." Literally sounded like a seventeen like year old, and I was like, "That is the most annoying yes. person." I like, I like really love to like do all these fun things. Look at these pendants I have. It's I'll like, get you a catalog oh, later. So like we could beautiful. totally look at it together. Yeah, yeah. I I literally that was one of those situations where I was like, "Did she just go with this?" And they said okay, or did they tell her to do this? Because either way, they kind of did I her know. dirty. Um, but yeah, I think like the technical aspects of like the choir arrangement and everything. And then Sinead Grimes is the lead actress and I, I don't dislike her. She was on Degrassi as well. So got a couple of those. It's very Canadian, this movie, um, (laughs) the Degrassi being such a Canadian TV show. Um, but yeah, these are better. And hang on, let me, let me look really fast to like quadruple check that I am right, but I'm pretty sure they both were on 90210 okay. together. The um the guy and the girl. Um, time for her to come home for Christmas. TV movie 2021. Time for them. No, There's so many doing? of them. What was his name? Do you have it no, pulled up? I can um also look on my end on the on the MDB. Yeah, I think Okay, so Chris Chris Carmack Matthew is the actor's name, and I am pretty sure Chris. No, he he's no 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 he's Nashville. Okay, and and Grey's Anatomy. Um, there's another actor, he, the guy that was in um, the text before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in nine hundred two one zero with Shanae. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got them mixed up. What have we seen Grace Lear Riley in? Um, she's the sister. She was Chris. She was um. Let yeah, me the sister pull it up because it's not even giving me her page on IMDb. Looking, still not finding it. I don't know, but she was great. I'm I thought her. Her. She sang. She had a little solo moment, and it was she really did. pretty. Um, it's these are also very obviously like Blake Shelton has his hand in them. I don't know if he has his hand in all of them. Yeah. Um. But I'm like, sure he does. yeah, it's, that's, that's kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the song time for yeah. him to come home for Christmas is, or time to him, you know, that one is in yeah. all the movies with a different version. So I like that cohesiveness, but otherwise it's like none of the movies are related to each other. So yeah. that's kind of cool. 
her rap sheet really isn't very long, and I didn't. Her recognize. rap sheet. She's a, she was from American Idol in two thousand two. Her resume. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, good. Well, at least she's she gets to sing again. <laughs> I know. I mean, she did a great job. So she, did. she sounded lovely. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not telling you not to watch it. I just yeah. Was, it I it didn't slap. Um. Yeah. So. Okay, so um, I'm going to do two, kind of like you did, like group them together. Okay. One is called Spirited, and the other is Prep and Landing. Yes. Both are movies that basically we watch every year now. So Spirited came out last year. Um, it is a Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds movie. Octavia Spencer is also in it. Hang on, let me let me pull up the cast. Um, it's a stacked cast. Got, it really is. Uh, Sunita Mani. Um, let's see, Tracy Morgan's in it. So uh who else is in it amy carrero uh jen Tulloch, rose byrne i mean just so many people that oh, I'm i like, love oh. her i know and so essentially it's a it's a um why did i just blank a musical version of charles dickens story of a miserly misanthrope who is misanthrope 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 throw who is throw. taken on a magical journey so it's um a christmas carol yeah, but like they say, are you are you Christmas caroling me? <laughs> because yeah. these ghosts will like find a person, and they'll do they'll like get all this information on them throughout the year and plan a like haunt is what they call it. Yeah. So yeah, you know they'll do the Christmas Eve haunting and then that person changes, and it's it's like not musical in the sense of um, Greatest Showman, but if you like mm-hmm. the Greatest Showman stomping fun energy you know dancing it's got all that in there and will ferrell and ryan reynolds are so funny uh will ferrell is the ghost of christmas present and ryan reynolds is their hit like their hit (laughs) like yeah that's the guy that (laughs) they're haunted yeah um to kind of give a reference whatever and they i mean it's so funny there's this one part that i'll kind of spoil but everything else like you just need to watch it um it's like they do this random storyline about how back in the day when um the original scrooge was you know haunted or whatever during that time period the phrase good afternoon was like the f-bomb you know kind of oh, thing. okay so they do this good whole, afternoon truly <laughs> they do this whole like song and dance about yelling good afternoon to people and it's so funny and i love that like ryan reynolds basically is like this like skeptic of the whole process and will uh-huh. ferrell is like dude come on just like do the process and you know <laughs> just be a good do guy. it um and it's just oh my Gosh, it's so funny. And every step of the way, it's hysterical. You know, I mean, just anything yeah. that could... It, it's all random. And you're like, not expecting it. Anyway, so um, my parents found it last year. It's on Apple TV. And definitely worth, like, the one-week free trial, yeah. <laughs> you know, to watch yeah. it. Um, but they, they loved it so much that they, like, anytime any of us were home, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this. So they watched it, like, five <laughs> times, I think, last year. But we watched that on Thursday night, kind of kicked off the Christmas season as a whole family with that. And we ended that evening with something called Prep and Landing, which is on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, both of these are 10 out of 10 for me. But there's Cute. two Prep and Landings. So there's, you know, one and two. And essentially, it's if you've seen Arthur Christmas, they're incredibly similar and they were made around okay. the same time. And it's the mindset that there's these elves that are kind of Secret Service vibe that they go in and they prep the house before Santa gets there. So That's they, so like, cute. puff a little bit of air into the stockings, and they're like, stockings are hung with care, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and they will, like, measure out the size of, like, the toy that's going to be under the tree, and they'll trim it, 
treat oh is trimster over you know <laughs> <laughs> that is but hilarious it's so funny it's so cute it's like a short so i think it's 20 minutes yeah 22 minutes um so both of them together about 45 minutes worth of your time um but it's like every single thing there's so many phrases in it like when the one of the elves is like um when she's frustrated she goes oh frostbite you know um so just Stop. it's so silly and the second one is about like a kid that's on the naughty list that that um um hacks into the system to like make herself be oh on the gosh. list, you know, and it's all like this computerized stuff. And the coal elves have to come in to like save the day, not the regular like prep and landing funny. crew. Um and it's just it's very funny. And it was like I said, this is two thousand nine. I think the second one either was two thousand ten or two thousand eleven. And they haven't made any more and I'm like, they need to because they're so good. Um but yeah, they're on Disney Plus. They're incredibly kid friendly, but None of us are young enough for it to be only for kids, and we all love it, and we watch it every single year. Um, and the second one, the one of the characters goes, Jingle Bam! You know, he just says that all the time. Like, that's his, he's like, walks yeah. around, he's like, Jingle Bam! And when we first saw these, um, I was babysitting these little kids, and we would watch it with them every year. And, and the little boy had, like, the high-pitched voice, you know? And he would yeah. walk around his house going, Jingle Bam! <laughs> Like eighteen year old with a goatee, and whenever we tell the story, his face gets so red. And now that he is amazing. And yeah. he's like, I can't imagine him saying it all squeaky. <laughs> say jingle bell. Say jingle bell. I'm telling him to say it's it now. So funny. So yeah, those are that. um two that are not Hallmark, um, but we watched them this week, and they are so so good. Um, Spirited has some, uh, some definite sexual innuendos, but other innuendos that it's just like. Just be wary of, like, young, young kids. Um, I think yeah. a lot of it would be so glossed over by a young child. Um, yeah. But absolutely hy- hysterical for, like, older teens and up. Um, yeah. and there's just a lot of humor that would be grabbed onto by that age group anyway. I love that. I yeah. We actually watched the trailer for that yesterday because I was like, Sophie was talking about this one movie and I don't know, like, where to watch it at. So we definitely have it on our list because yes. um, it looks great. And, you know, I love... A song and dance. So. Oh my gosh. Like, I so forgot um, how good the songs were. And I was looking at, the, like, because the, on IMDb, the video, they were, like, dancing in it. You know, all the dance yeah. numbers. And I was like, I kind of want to, like, just listen to the soundtrack because it's one of the, it's really fun. Um, yeah. So I definitely think you would like it from that standpoint. And for me, who's like, that's not really my world, I walked away from, like, Greatest Showman and I was like, I want to know how to dance now. I know. <laughs> Learn the choreography. Truly. <laughs> oh, so fun. Okay, well, actually, keeping with the theme of a dance movie, um, we have one that I watched called Sugar Plum Twist. And it came out in 2021. It's a Hallmark original. And the reason I... Two reasons I picked it. One, ballet. Nutcracker. Two, it's based... Its setting is based in Richmond. So I was like, oh, yeah, we have to watch that. Like, we have to talk about it. Um, they reference the Richmond Ballet... They re- they reference like Grace Street, which is a real street. Yeah. Um, they copy the Christmas tree lighting that they do every year. Like I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. I like live there. Obviously not Richmond at all, but the theater, the inside of the theater, genuinely though, I think they may have used the inside of the Carpenter, uh, the Carpenter Theater, one of the theaters downtown um that has been in another hallmark movie at one point in time um i did like a dance recital there they do everything here but it it looked very similar so i, I could look that up um anywho's 
Sugar Plum Twist is, says, after failing to get the coveted role of the Sugar Plum Fairy in this year's production of The Nutcracker, Viviana joins forces with Natalia to create a surprise reprise of the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy with a Latin twist. So Natalia is our lead. Um, she is played by Jamie Gray Hyder, and her story is that she was a professional dancer for many, many years based in New York, but she's from Richmond, so she moves back to be closer to family, and she's also the assistant to the director of this theater, a.k.a. like the Richmond Ballet. Um, her goal is to become like lead choreographer, and so she's trying to prove herself Um without like a very strong choreography resume, but a very strong performance resume. Um, and then Viviana is played by Laura Rosker and she is a dancer, but she primarily focuses in Latin ballroom. That's what her parents, um, who are from Puerto Rico, they came to Richmond like 30 years before set up a studio. She teaches at the studio. Um, but they post open calls for the sugar plum fairy after the um, dancer gets injured and she goes and auditions. Gorgeous dancer, like clear ballet training, clear ballroom training, Latin dance training, like gorgeous and a great actress. Like, I don't know if she's done anything else, but she was fantastic. Um, it makes me think of Gotta Kick It Up, yeah. where she sees her teacher like dancing on her own and like killing it, like technique living her best life. Granted, her teacher was played by Susan Egan, who was like a gen, like an actual Broadway star. But th that was not the case Yeah, for our Natalia. Um, gorgeous, beautiful actress, like so believable. Except for when they had her dance. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, you can do this better. If your actress is not a dancer, that's okay. There are ways to hide that and like make it look like she's just living in a memory and marking something and just enjoying like a moment that she thought was private on stage at a theater that she grew up with. <sighs> Don't have the poor girl do like arabesques yeah. and, and like kicks and all this stuff when she's not a dancer. Yeah. Um, because it, it just doesn't look good and it could have been avoided. And so if any dancers were watching it, even non-dancers, you could just be like, well, and I'm always like, if you, yeah, if you have an actress who isn't really a dancer, ha make her have an injury. Not right. like a, she still has an injury, but like a, it prevents yeah. her from being able to do these big moves. So she yeah. can only do, you know, some like, like smaller footwork things. Something. Not, like you said, an arabesque. So, yeah. yeah. And it was just like, and what made it funnier was that she thought she was alone on stage and she was like hearing the music in her head. And then the, the lighting designer, um, I need to find his name really quickly. Um, he like comes down out of the lighting booth and was, he was like, wow, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And like, and you're just, like, okay, just <laughs> hyping her up. And yeah. like, it was one of those things like, sir, you're lying. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the whole movie though, super cute because yeah, they end up choreographing this piece. That's like the sugar plum fairy with a Latin twist. And you get to see, um, like, what looks like parts of Richmond. They do tree lighting and stuff. And then Vivi, Viviana's family is from Puerto Rico. So they have like their own Christmas traditions. And I just love, oh, that. I love that. It's like yeah. a culture. It's like immersive with different cultures and bringing the Latin to the classical ballet and like all that stuff. Um, 
lower budget, like didn't hear a lot about it when it came out. So production quality wise is kind of low. The tree for the grand Christmas tree lighting was like 12 feet tall. Like it was so small (laughs) and just little things like that. But I thought the storyline was cute and we get like a genuine fantastic dance performance at the end with this like mesh of Latin and point. Um, and it was really well done. So like a six or seven. What was it called again? Sugar Plum Twist. Um, it was, it was a redeeming, it had redeeming moments, but some things I was like, Oh, that could have been avoided. Um, so yeah, it was, it was cute. I, I liked it for like the dance and the music and the Richmond aspect of it all. Yeah. Um, I thought I had to, was like with how we watch like dancing with the stars and how with really, really intense training, you actually can do pretty good, like ballroom style dancing in Mm -hmm. a, you know, a month's time. Um, and it's not gonna be fun, but it's like, you know, it's doable. Mm-hmm. So some of these dance movies, I'm like, why would you go the ballet route? You know, why would right. why would why why wouldn't you go maybe more the partner dance route? Right. So that it's actually something that somebody who isn't trained in it could become trained in it. So yeah. Anyway, that's my two cents. Um, but it sounds really cute. And you said Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is a Hallmark movie as well. It is Hall Out the Holly lit up. Um, and they had one last year, Haul Out the Holly. So this is like number two. And uh, the synopsis is, as the holidays approach, Emily and Jared are looking forward to celebrating the holidays together again. And this is a uh, Lacey Chabert movie. Uh, Wes Brown is Jared. And then just a whole lot of shenanigans go down. You know, just shenanigan after shenanigan. I'm looking at, I mean, Barbara Jean. From Dang Reba is in it. Slay! Um, I know. Uh, Melissa Peterman. Because, she's, you know, so she's so funny. She's uh, so funny. And then Seth Morris <laughs> randomly is in this. Um, <laughs> he is Joe Johnson. And then what is his voice? What is her name? I want to get it right. I don't remember. And <laughs> it's not pulling up. Okay. Oh, there it is. Jennifer Aspen. And she plays Jane Johnson. So Jane um, and Joe Johnson. Yes. And they're called the Jolly Johnsons because (laughs) they won this reality TV show thing. And it was like this Christmas themed reality TV show that um, Emily was like, what the crap are you talking about? But everybody (laughs) in the cul-de-sac was like freaking out. The Jolly Johnsons are moving in. Are you serious? That's amazing. She's like, who the heck? And um, the Holla at the Holly last year was her parents were selling the house you know, they were going to be moving. She was back home. Didn't, I think she had like quit her job or I just lost her job. And, um, her dad had been the president of the HOA, okay. but he had stepped down and then Jared, I, you know, stepped into it and they were childhood friends, but he kept getting, giving her citations cause she hadn't put up her Christmas decorations <laughs> and was doing all these things wrong or whatever. And it was, it's so gimmicky, but they like fully lean into it. Yeah. And you know how I am where I'm yeah. like, I hate when they have to do it. So I love it. I mean, he drives around a golf cart with like, it's fully decorated, decked out. And it's got like candy canes at the poles, you know, I mean, As just so dumb. Be. And he walks up and he's very serious. Ma'am, do you, <laughs> do you, do you realize that this is not regulation size nutcracker? You know, just like so dumb. <laughs> I love that. So that was la and they fell in love, you know, in the end. Yeah. And, um, so that was last movie and it was good. I really liked it. Thought it was hilarious. So this one had high hopes, mm-hmm. and it did not disappoint. Oh, like, good. 
It was so funny because Emily the whole time is like, is everyone on crack? Like, let's calm down. That's amazing. And the Jolly Johnsons come in and they want, they always do like a simple, but like intentional Christmas vibe, you know, the whole week. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we're going to do our Christmas cookie competition and we're going to do, they, they built snowmen and then dress them up and how you dress them up is like, you know, kind of who, who, like the funnest way wins the prize type of thing. And the Jolly Johnsons are like, well, we think everything should be a flipping competition. And so it's like every day of December has some sort of competition. And right. It's like, that's not really what Christmas is about. Yeah. Um, and then everything they would say, well, we love to make this like peppermint, you know, drink. And it's so yummy. And they're like, oh, really? Because we infuse our vodka with peppermint for four solid weeks and we brought it with us. Right. And I was like, what the, what the heck? So it was really funny. And I was, I was cracking up several times. Like it was just... Like Barbara Jean was oh fully and was yeah. fully there. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to fully describe it because it's just so dumb, but it's hysterical. I love and that. they like, they kind of know it, and they're just like having a good time with it. Yeah. But like Wes Brown, um, I forgot what he's been in that you would like recognize him, but he's he's incredibly good looking, but he's very um like plastic almost in this, and I love it. He's <laughs> you know, like put together. He's an architect, you yeah. know, whatever. But um, the whole movie, he is planning to propose, Aww. and so he. He is normally Mr. Like focused on the Christmas festivities, but yeah. he's distracted by that. And Emily's like, it really mattered to you last year so much so that it almost ruined my life. Um, <laughs> What's going on? And now I can't get you to pay attention and it's being taken over by these monsters. <laughs> so it's just, it's so funny. Um, anyway, I think you would really like it. Yeah, it I, I would give it like an eight and a half out of 10. I would recommend anybody who's listening to watch it. Cause it's, it's just funny. Um, very lighthearted. And once again, when the couple's kind of already together, it's really enjoyable to watch. Cause there's just, in my opinion, like different storylines that they yeah, can touch on. You can focus on other things and like, we don't have to yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to yeah, be figuring exactly. it out the whole time. Yeah. Um, there's actually, I'll say this one twist that made me die. Um, there's like the board and it's basically mm-hmm. all, the main characters yeah um and there's this like um caveat there, there's a whole um what, what's the hoa like rules and regulations whatever it's called and there's yeah. an amendment um that says if um a board member if a single board member approves it a person living on the block doesn't have to participate in the christmas you know festivities or mm-hmm. whatever and that's a whole thing <laughs> and then emily's like so why didn't I get to do that last year? <laughs> and they're like, well, this was signed in 2016. And it was because so-and-so made us one too many Mai Tais. Like, <laughs> that's so funny. And it's just, they all just like, it was so gimmicky, so silly. Um, and it, and somebody would say the dumbest thing and they just shrug and like walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think I'm gonna have to watch yeah. that one. Yeah. That sounds super cute. Um, I'm going to be fast. I say that, but I'm not ever fast. This one, I genuinely, like, I was vacuuming and cleaning and going up and down the stairs. Like, this was just on in the background. Um, It actually started playing automatically after Sugar Plum Twist, and I just didn't stop it. But anyway, it's called uh, Christmas at Graceland, Home for the Holidays, Uh, 2019 Hallmark Channel original. Um, We have Caitlin Doubleday, who plays Harper. You would recognize her face. I didn't know her name prior to this moment um adrian grenier who plays owen he was nate in devil Wars prada um and he was also in mm. entourage i believe um they're the two main characters 
And Harper is in Memphis before Christmas, visiting her sister and family after three years working at museums in Europe. Visiting Graceland with her two nieces, Harper meets a single dad of three kids and is offered a job as a, like, nanny temp. Um, And that's Owen, obviously. So he works in sales, and I think it's, like, medical sales, and they are hosting a fundraiser at Graceland on Christmas Eve. So it's kind of like him prepping for that. We get cute little scenes of her. Um, she used to lead tours of Graceland when she was in high school. So she like leads all the kids on a tour of around Graceland. She's helping them. She's like the fun nanny, but she's still like, they bond really nicely. The wife had passed away. Um, she's great with her nieces. And the whole time she's trying to figure out um, if she wants to pursue this job in London. Uh, she interviews for it and she ends up getting the job. It's for a head curator position um, with like something to do with Graceland, but it's not based in Memphis. It was based in London for some reason. Um, and then Owen, his company, he wants to like give back more. And so he's trying to like figure out what to do about um, being a little bit more charitable and stuff in the holidays. Um, and then it's the two of them like falling in love and trying to figure out what to do with their futures. Um, so it was, it was cute. We see Graceland a lot. So I, I think like if you're from Tennessee, if you're from that area or just a fan, you get to see a lot of Graceland and you get to see a lot of like Elvis. Priscilla Presley is in the movie. She makes a little appearance. Um, so it was cute. I thought the acting was great. Those are two like higher level actors. I think they've been in some more stuff. Um, and the, they had a nice conversation at the end where she was offered the job in London and he was like, he had a moment of like, we can't do this. And then they kind of part. And then he's like, actually, I'm stupid. We're adults. We can figure this out. And she was like, yeah, I want to, but I'm also like not taking the job. So, um, you know, one of those. So it was nice though. Cause it was led into with like, we, we can figure this out. Like it might be hard, but I want to try to figure this out and we can see like what happens. Um, you know, the kids love you. I love you. Let's make it work type thing. And then she was like, Thank you so much for saying that. I'm not taking the job. I'll be around. But like, yeah, sounds great. So, um, yeah, it was cute. I I mean, rating wise, I'm not going to be like, you should watch it. Um, we we have cute moments in there. So it's like a six or seven, like not horrible. But it was a nice background ambiance for cleaning. Yeah. And I got to still get enough of the plot while doing that. Um and yeah, that Hallmark original. So I watched it on Hallmark Movies Now. Okay. Which I've been watching most yeah. most of these, actually. I don't think yeah. I did any friendly this week. Yeah. The newer ones, I usually like the fresher ones. I'll have to watch on friendly. But mostly, uh-huh. yeah, they've been on Hallmark Movies Now. All right. I am out of movies. Uh-huh. Are you out of movies and you want to move on to our I'm argument? out of movies. Wow. Yes. That has accidentally <laughs> happened every time. And so nice. <laughs> yes. All right, so this movie is on Amazon Freebie. So as long as you have an Amazon account, actually, I don't even know if you have to have like a Amazon account you pay for, you know, yeah, type of thing. I don't know. Um, for it, so it's basically free. Uh, it's called Xmas E X and then M A S. So uh, the synopsis is Graham surprises his family at Christmas, only to discover his ex fiance is already celebrating the holiday with his family when he arrives. <laughs> The uh, actors are uh, Leighton Meester, um, who plays Ali Moyer, and then Robbie Amell, who plays Graham Stroop. Leighton is best known for um, her uh, character in Gossip Girl, 
And then um, Robbie Amell, I know him from the movie The Duff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, if you watch that. So those are our two main characters. Um, and essentially, uh, Allie and Graham, we knew, you know, had been engaged. We watched actually an incredibly cute montage of like them dating and then moving in together and getting engaged. And then it kind of is like him in this like slobville, <laughs> depressed mode. Um Finding out he has a deadline for this video game he's developing for Christmas Day, so he can't go home for Christmas. And I think they're both in New York, right? Or is it LA? L- LA. They're both in LA. And then um, I want to say it's Minnesota or Wisconsin is where his parents are. Yeah. So it's very snowy, cold. It's a flight. Yeah. You know? Um, and so the family's like, oh man, you can't home- come home for Christmas. He was like, yeah. And. Um, we knew Allie was going to be alone for Christmas and then they reach out, invite her and didn't tell him understandably because he wasn't going to be there. So they were like, being, I, I love it because they were trying to be respectful, yeah. you know, of everybody, but they really like Allie <laughs> and he walks in and he, cause he was basically like sitting there in like gross Cheeto land <laughs> yes. dust all over him. Didn't even want to sit up to grab the remote, try to grab it with his big toe, <laughs> you yes. know, just awful and he was like i do not want to be alone for christmas so he hops on a flight surprises them loses his luggage (laughs) yeah and he walks in he's like hey and everybody just kind of stares at him and he's like i'm gonna be honest with you guys i really expected uh more from this (laughs) and they're all like excited trying to like distract him and like get him to walk outside and he's like what the heck and then out walks Allie, and she's like, what are you doing here and he's like what are you doing what am i doing here this is my family's home (laughs) and it turns out Allie and the family had, like, developed a really close relationship. They dated, apparently, for five years. Yeah. So, understandably, this family is, like, tight with her. And, you know, no big deal. Um, You know, or, like, after the breakup, which he was mad about, she obviously, like, ended it with him. Mm-hmm. And um, the sister was, <laughs> it was so funny. She was like, well, like, Allie went on vacation, and I, like, DM'd her, asked her a couple <laughs> questions, and then next thing you know, and they're just kind of talking about how it spiraled to them just staying in touch. Yeah. And it's just funny. Like, I just... Anyway. So, then he's like, this is going to be the rest of my life. Like, they're going to invite her to all these holidays and whatever. And the sister is telling him this to, like... You can tell she's going, so you should fall in love with her. Right. So, she goes, so I should sabotage her relationship with everyone. (laughs) I should prove to everyone just how evil she is. Truly. But I... Once again, they lean into yes. the vibe. Oh, yeah. And they just own it. They're not dancing around it. They're not kind of, sort of. They're just fully in it. I mean, um, he, he knew she was super competitive. So he was like, let's do game night to, like, show off her <laughs> awful side. And that went south. And then he also knew that she was, like, horrendously afraid of goats. So, so he, like, weirdly specific there was a and moment perfect. I know. And then the baby Jesus was stolen oh from the parents a manger scene outside so that was a whole thing which that was hilarious and then he keeps he keeps getting calls from his like work and he's having flashbacks to like why they broke up and i gotta tell you i i need i need your thoughts on him acting oblivious yeah to why they broke up yeah i it to me it's just it seems kind of relatively realistic like if he was as involved in work as like, they basically set him up like he was always working um, and very focused on work and stuff that he was just kind of, like, blind to what was in front of him. Um, 
And so it's believable. But then they have that great moment where he fully explains like his reasoning for that. And she explains why it didn't really matter to her. Because his whole thing was like, I, I wanted to set us up for our future. And she was like, yeah, but I just needed you there with me in the moment type thing. Like, I didn't really need all of that yet. I needed like you. And so it was just one of those like, whoa, mind blown. So I also think it was one of those like, maybe it was an excuse. <laughs> I don't know. I Yeah, I majority of the movie was watching it going so mad that he's acting like he doesn't know why she broke up right because you're watching these fights where she would literally say i feel like you're not here i feel like you're not listening to me i feel like you're you know you're oh okay you have another phone call from your boss and you have to answer it are you kidding me you know she's saying all these things and then he has the audacity to look at his sister and go and say she never told me what the one thing was yeah and i was like what a boy um it's true though but then there's a moment where he was supposed to help her kind of look and buy a look for and buy this like small truck because she bakes mm-hmm. and she wanted kind of a little like not food truck, but like a little truck that she could drive around and you know sell her baked goods out of and that kind of thing. And he just kept flaking on that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of comes out in like a fun way. And then later it's like he makes the connection and he goes, so was that the one thing? Right. <laughs> and she's looking at him like, no (laughs) like yes and no it was it was the straw that broke the camel's back you know it was the epitome of how disconnected you were from like what my needs actually were yeah but what i loved was the mom comes in and by the way this is not pg yeah i mean it does fade to black but they straight up have sex yeah um so just be aware (laughs) yeah um but the mom nobody knows and she walks into the room and under the sheets is Allie, so she has no idea, and she's talking to Graham, her son. She's sitting on the bed, literally next to Allie's <laughs> naked body. Allie <laughs> so grabs funny. the croissant off the plate. <laughs> yeah, that all oh, that was so funny. Um, and they're all they're all so awkward, and I love it with all my heart. It's so um, funny. I was I was scream cackling, but the mom gives this speech to Graham about and gives an explanation of like how things were in the beginning with his dad, mm-hmm. and I mean, dad, mom, and dad are still in the picture; they're still together. Yeah. But she was like, I looked at him and I said, I can't do this. I can't be a single parent. I can't just, you know, you can't do this thing where you work horrendously long hours. You come home, you're too tapped out to help. Yeah. Like, you can't keep doing this. And she goes, and I, and he had to come to grips with the fact that, like, just because he had goals and dreams doesn't mean that, like, that's what he needed to be worrying about yeah. and focusing on. And it was very good, very normal. And it was right after they had both kind of come. He, he explained his side and she explained her side. Not that the other person said, oh, that makes sense. I'm so sorry. They had just expressed themselves. Then the mom comes in and is basically like, Graham, how you operate in your career is like how your dad was. And it wasn't good for us. Mm -hmm. And she basically was like, you need to get back with Allie. Like, you need to apologize. And you need to fix it. And you need to get back with her. Of course, Allie's hearing it. So then mom leaves. And they just kind of look at each other. (laughs) And I was like... That was so good. It was really funny. It was really quick. Yeah. It wasn't anything like tear jerky or, you know, whatever. Um, 
but my gosh, I laughed majority of that movie. My whole family, we all oh, watched it so together. Funny. We were all laughing so hard. Yeah. yeah, there was one particular montage that I texted you about. There's like a montage towards the end where they're all <laughs> rushing to like put shoes on and coats on to get to the airport. You know, one of those things. The whole ending of this movie had my emotions going on a roller coaster. Like I literally yep. went from giggling to tearing uh-huh. up and I cried at the end of this movie. So like, and then, and then kind of giggling again. Yeah. And like <laughs> we find, yes, there's a resolution to where the baby Jesuses were going and who was stealing them. I was so happy. I was like, are we going to yes. find the answer to this? Yeah, I know. We did. I know. Um, but I, I thought it was so well done. I don't ever really recall seeing, so I never watched like a lot of Gossip Girl. I watched like a few of the first season, but I didn't watch like a lot of it at all. And so I don't, know Leighton Meester's like personality throughout the entirety of the series but I've never seen her in like a comedy before and I thought she did a great job also Blair Waldorf has bangs so that's important um I know which (laughs) Haley was like oh because they were like um flared out and she was like oh because they weren't curtain bangs they were regular like straight across bangs but then they got tidied up at the end. And I was like, okay. There was that one you. insult. They were like bickering. And he goes, yeah, I hate your bangs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so And she good. clearly gets them after the breakup. Yeah. You know, yeah. So they're like, like breakup bangs. Well, and yeah. So like the Blair Waldorf, she is kind of this like control freak. Yeah. You know, and it's like always have to like work things out a certain way. And she's, she's definitely a little bit of a control freak in this. But it was more... Um, like this carefree mm-hmm. or kind of just like sees through his crap. Yeah. You know, where you're like, Oh really? Like that's how you're going to be right now. He's like, yes. And she's like, game on. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and like, we got a lot of sweet moments too. Like yeah. a, a moment where he's like, his whole world is put into perspective. Um, and then I feel like all the emotional, so good. All mm-hmm. the emotional stuff is kind of followed with some humor and it, yeah. kind of softens the, yeah. the wound a little bit. And then by the end of it, it's yeah. like a beautiful resolution. Um, don't we get like, a- like I, I, I felt like I watched and I was like, I understand why they fell in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Like they're so, I, it's like, man, if I had somebody that brought the good, the, mad, the ugly out of me, mm-hmm. like the other person did, I would have a fun life. Yeah. You know, like that was just so fun to watch their dynamic with each other. Even when they hated each other, it was hilarious, yeah. you know? And, them them being able to like communicate and like hear each other out you know whatever but even like his family just loving her yeah you know i was That's like there's so much healthy here that yeah and and our biggest thing is always that communication piece is so lacking mm-hmm. and this felt like a real situation you know a real normal like miscommunicate not miscommunication but like unhearing each other yeah you know like just a lack of hearing each other and the detriment that that can cause in your life is like over time, it just chips away at somebody's like care for you, yeah. you know? And then to go and heal that, I just was like, man, this is like a satisfying, you know, movie. Yeah. But yeah, at the end they're like running around the house and my dad, he really doesn't hate like Hallmark type movies. He's not paying hardcore attention to yeah. them. Um, but, and he'll make some jokes like, well, you know, it's not snowing, so they're not going to kiss or, you know, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Um, but like it was me and him and then Haley and my mom were all just kind of like in the kitchen watching it, whatever. At the very end, we're all sitting down fully paying attention and everybody in the house is like scrambling, looking for their, um, coats. <laughs> and it's one of those moments, the, the shooting of this movie was so, so good. funny. 
they're running through the house looking for all their coats, growing their coats. And then it just cuts to the next scene where they're in the garage putting out, slowly putting on their shoes. Mm-hmm. It's like all slow and, motion. It's so funny. And Graham is like, come on. <laughs> Let's go. And then they're like, which car should we take? I think we should take this one as fast. Yeah, but that one, the engine <laughs> stop. Yeah. And I think we should do this. And then they get in the car and it won't start. And then they're like running back through the to house. The wagon. To the wagon. The other set of keys. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like. Oh my gosh, I was I was laughing so hard. It was it's, incredible. The actors are like they're established. They know yeah. what they're doing, so they were feeding off of each other very well. You know, playing into things very well. And there's an aspect where the sister, so the sister is a lesbian, and there's like this um, kind of vibe where they're not always telling the parents like how, how life is going. Yeah. You know. So then it comes out that she has broken up with her girlfriend um, a few weeks prior and there's kind of a new girl in the picture. And <laughs> in the very, very end, it's like a year later. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she uh, she walks up and they're at Allie and um, Graham's house in L.A. like for Christmas the next year. And they're walking up and the sister walks in and um, he goes, or she, she was like, oh, why is so-and-so here? It's like her ex-girlfriend. And he goes, oh, I invited her. And it, like, cuts. Yes. <laughs> like this smug grin on his face. Like, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, and, yeah, we get, like, a one year later. I think we get, like, a two years yes. later. Like, we get it all. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I You're love right. it. Like, it was so... This one was so funny. Like, I want to watch it again and see what I missed. Because it was so yeah. well done. Yeah, I would. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I would watch it again this season, yeah. which is a big deal because I don't usually do that. Um, and I would definitely get like a group of friends together yeah. because it's just one of those where you want to watch it with a bunch of people. Yeah, so I think it's top yeah. five for sure. Honestly, I think it is. I don't have complaints. I would say probably like nine and a half, ten out of ten. Same. For yeah, me. I think this. One, I mean, this one and something from Tiffany's are both like. The budget is a little different, but aside from the budget being great and the production, like the storylines were so strong um, and just the acting was on point. Everybody interacted so well with each other. Um, yep. So two different vibes for me, but those are both my tens for this week. Yeah. Two tens. Yeah. Two tens. All right. Well, that is all we have for you guys today. We hope you enjoyed this. Um, we hope it helped. And as always, if there are any movies that you would like us to watch that we have not reviewed yet, mm-hmm. uh, give us a DM and we definitely will add it to our list. And then if there are any upcoming movies that you're just dying to hear our thoughts about, once again, DM us and we will definitely definitely give it a watch. But we hope you have a wonderful week and a very Merry Christmas. Yes. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Thanks again for hanging out with us here at Hallmark Remarks. If you like this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review so our podcast can find its way to new listeners who can join in on the fun. And while you're at it, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Hallmark underscore Remarks pod and on Pinterest at Hallmark Remarks. That's where we'll not only post about movies we'll be reviewing, but also keep you up to date on our lives and other exciting things. And if you have movie suggestions, thoughts, or want to send us pictures of your pets, email us at hallmarkremarkspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, never forget that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie.